We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TPFL. It's Thursday. It's May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. It's 2022. We have six MLB games that we're going to talk about here on today's podcast. Don't know if FanDuel is going to do the early six o'clock game, but they don't have contests posted yet. So we're just going to go off of the six game slate that's posted on DraftKings. Join today. By my friend Christy Metzger, Creighton. Is it 12? Creighton 12, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Trying, to, trying to remember all these screen names sometimes. Um, it gets yeah. the best of me. I'm getting old. <laughs> I know. It's a lot to remember for sure. Yeah. How are you doing, Christy? I'm doing good. I'm watching a little baseball tonight. I you know, wasn't really sure if that Coors game was going to play, but they're, they're playing it. Looks like in a little bit of rain. So, no, good to be here. Yeah, I left Gomber in. I said, I'm just, I'm going to roll the dice. Um, and I left Gomber in. And I mean, it's actually not going too bad right now. No, it isn't. I, so, yeah. We'll see. But I mean, when you're playing, when you're playing one team, so I played one team today and 
I just to get off of some of the chalk I played Gomber. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I like it. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna check while we're doing the podcast. So that way I, I can't get I can't get frustrated. <laughs> All right, let's jump in here. Like I said, we got six games to talk about. We get started with New York Mets at Philadelphia taking on the Phillies, eight total in this game. The Phillies a 145 favorite. Tajon Walker against Aaron Nola. Any interest here in Tajon Walker? Um, no, I, I really don't have any interest in him. I'll, you know, I have interest in stacking against him, but yeah, I, I he just doesn't have um, enough upside or, you know, strikeout percentage or anything like that. So kind of looking at the Phillies bats on the other side. Yeah, we'll get to them in just a second. Tajon Walker is someone I'm always concerned that like the pitch count can get up really quick with the, the yes. walks that he kind of presents and it's a yes. ballpark downgrade for him. And like, this is the third time this season that he's going to see this lineup. So I'm just, I'm just overall worried about that. 73 pitches in his last time out. Uh, I just, I don't see the reason to play him today. And then on the other side of this game, Aaron, Aaron Noel is good. He, he's, he, he's solid. My biggest concern is this is a team that's just not striking out against right-handed pitching this season. Um, what are your thoughts here on Nola? Yeah, I, I do. I, I'm a huge fan of Nola. Um, I agree with you. It's 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 a tougher matchup, like you said. They're just not striking out. Even though Nola does have a, a 31.8% K rate, um, yeah, it's they do present they could present some challenges for him, but I, I definitely still have interest in him. And I think he's priced, um, you know, on DK, um, he's priced at just 8K. So I, I certainly have interest and the upside is certainly there for tournaments. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the price is it's it's kind of priced in here to the Mets not striking out a ton. So, I mean, yeah. Nola. A 30% K rate guy um, against any lineup, I think is solid. So uh, let's talk Mets, bats. Any interest here in the Mets, bats? I really don't. Um, more interest for me um, on the NOLA side, even though, you know, I, I think if you, if you were looking for some GPP plays, you could pick out some, you know, some home run guys. I mean, you could put Alonzo in there. You could you know, if, if you're kind of home run hunting, because Nola does give up some home runs. I think he gives up, he's got 1.63 home runs per nine. So if, if, if you're looking for that, you could certainly maybe do a couple of one-offs in there, but for me, um, mostly interest in Nola. Yeah. I don't really have a ton of interest in the Mets bats and I actually have a ton of interest in the Phillies bats in this spot, you know, good ballpark uh, against a guy that, like I said, he walks a lot of people. Um, so I mean, when you're when you're struggling with command, it's always kind of one of those juicy spots where a stack can come through. So I really like the Philly stack in this spot. Yeah, I think they're one of the better stacks too. I really do. Um, as I was kind of looking at the slate, um, definitely wrote them down as a top stack. And like you said, um, you know, Walker, this will be the third time that he's um pitching against Philadelphia already this year. So it's, it's going to be tough for him. And so, yeah, I think like Harper and Schwarber um, are a couple favorites for sure. But then, I mean, they've just got a great lineup with Castellanos and Hoskins and yeah, I mean, just a great lineup um, for stacking for sure. All right. Moving on here. We've got Minnesota at Baltimore, Chris Archer 
Going up against Watkins, nine total in this game, and the Twins, a 130 favorite. So let's start here with Chris Archer. We know, like, Baltimore, not the best offense in baseball. Chris Archer really hasn't shown any type of upside. Um, Do you have any interest here in Archer? Not a lot. I mean, he is priced at just 5,800. So, you know, if you're looking for, you know, a cheap, I, I don't mind him against Baltimore for just a cheap flyer. If you're looking to, to stack the bats and get another, you know, top rated pitcher in there. But um, I also could see, you know, the Baltimore is such a cheap stack. And like today too, they were a great stack. Um, I could see stacking against him too um, for a lower owned play. So yeah, I, I like him a little bit um, just because because of his price point, but I also have interest on the Baltimore side as well. Yeah, I mean, he's really cheap. It's not like we have a stud on the slate. We have a few guys that are solid. Um, I think he's okay. Probably not my favorite, not the not the worst either. And then, I mean, the other side of this game, Spencer uh, Watkins, he hasn't thrown more than 80 pitches in a start this season. He's yet to put up over 11 DraftKings points. Um, he has had tendencies as more of a ground ball pitcher, but he just hasn't shown a ton of strikeout upside. Do you have any interest here in Spencer um, Watkins? Watkins? No, I, I really don't. Like you said, he uh, um, hasn't pitched uh, very deep. Um he, he is super cheap, but I, I do think the twins, um, you know, with Buxton in the lineup and, uh, you know, they certainly, the Minnesota certainly strikes out quite a bit, but their lineup has been stringing together some, some pretty good games too. So more interest in the twins here and not a lot of interest in Watkins for me. Yeah. I mean, 13% K rate from what we've seen from him since the start of last season and just hasn't been able to get anybody out. So, I mean, I have a ton of interest here in Minnesota, Um, Correa and Buxton. I think they're two of the better plays on the entire slate. I think we're going to get some really solid value here um, from Miranda. Yep. Larnick. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of options here. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. And I think they make a very good, very, very good stack. I know Correa hit a home run tonight with Buxton. He wasn't in the lineup tonight, but. Like you said, they're, they're a couple of the better um, plays on the entire slate tomorrow, for sure. The only thing that kind of stinks is they they moved Jose Miranda from third base to first base, but he's still 2,100. And yep. Watkins' is, you know struggles against righty still makes him very playable, I think, here. Um, definitely a team that I'm looking at as like a three-man. I yes. think you could full stack Minnesota in this spot, too. Yep, I, I, I totally agree. And I think they're – yeah, they're definitely – Definitely making the list for tomorrow for sure. Um, any interest here in the Baltimore bets? You know, like I mentioned, Baltimore is not a team that I usually stack a lot, but you know, if you look at their prices, you know, um, Mancini's 3K, Santander's 3.2K, Mullins 4.2. So they make a cheap stack. And I think, you know, there is potential, you know, they put up a, a bunch of runs tonight um, against Bundy. Um, I, I could see them as a, as a GPP play, a lower own GPP play, um, for sure. The thing that I really like about this spot is Archer just fly balls in hard context galore. Um, so, I mean, the power guys, Mancini, Mullins, Santander, Hayes, Mountcastle, Odor, all of those guys are, are very interesting. Like Mancini 
is someone that I love here because he's a ground ball hitter facing a fly ball pitcher and he's yes. 3K. So yes. I love Mancini in this spot. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Detroit at Houston Scalble against your Kite. Eight total most books. Some books have it at eight and a half. Um, and the Astros, a 175 favorite here. Uh, any interest here in Tark Scoble? You know, um, I I like him as a pitcher. He he has a he certainly has a tough matchup, and now he's priced at sixty five hundred. So um, I do have a little interest in him just because of his price point. Um, Houston is certainly going to be a tough matchup, and and he certainly struggled with Minnesota in his last outing. But before that, he actually um, has pitched pretty well. He's had you know over twenty strikeouts and. Um, 3.05 ERA. So, I mean, he, he certainly needs some run support and some better defense and things like that. Tough matchup, but I think he's someone you could certainly throw um, in the GPP pool, just, you know, again, based on his price. My biggest concern for Scoble here is, yeah, this is not the typical same Astros lineup, but they still don't strike out against left-handed pitching and his biggest struggles has been righties. Well, they could throw six or seven righties at him in this spot. So, and like Alvarez, Tucker, and Brantley, the the lefties that could potentially be in here, all can hit left-handed pitching. So, I think I'm going to pass on Scoble here. But I mean, his price is fantastic. It so, is. You know, if you want to roll the dice, I get it. Um, I'm going to play him a bunch this year. I played him against Colorado a couple starts ago. So you're yeah. gonna you're gonna use him a little bit this year. Your Kaidi on the other side of this game, I mean, good matchup against Detroit. You know, you look at this lineup, there's a lot of strikeouts with Baez, um, Torkelson, Castro. Um, 7,800 for a guy that's probably capped around 90 pitches still. I think he's okay. It just, I mean, I feel like that's what we keep saying. Um, yeah. I think he's okay. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um <laughs> Yeah, just nothing to get too terribly excited about. Although, yeah, again, he's he gets Detroit, a lot of strikeouts in that lineup, like you said. Um, but yeah, just you know, the upside probably isn't quite there, but he's probably gonna, you know, get you between 12 and 15 DK points and and do an okay job for you, like you said, just kind of okay. Um, I'm not running to want to play to like any of these Detroit bats. I mean, your Kaidi oh. is someone that gives up a lot of power to righties. So if you want to like power, like a, a Jonathan scope or even a Javi Baez, like one off and just hope that like there's contact made. I, I don't hate that idea, but I mean, I don't love it either. Exactly. And I don't even think I want to stack Houston in this spot. Like I respect the talent of Scoble enough to, <sighs> Probably not stack Houston. I will say, though, Houston does have some really good power against left-handed pitching. So if you want to do like a Bregman, Gariel, like Altuve stack, I wouldn't talk you off of it. Yeah. No, I, I, I can definitely see that. Absolutely. Uh, anything else from this one? No, I think that's – I yeah, I think, I think I'm the same way. Like, you know, for me on the Houston side too, you know, I would maybe even play Alvarez just as a one-off more so interest that way, just because he he's so good. And the home run upside is there every single time, but yeah, probably, probably not a full stack for me on the Houston side too. He is so good. Um, Isn't he yeah. He's so good. All right. We got Tampa Bay going in to Seattle, taking on the Mariners here. Six and a half total in this game. It's kind of a pick 'em game 
we got McClanahan against Robbie Ray. Um, personally, I love this spot for McClanahan. I think he is the <laughs> top pitcher on the slate. Yep. Like, you look at this Seattle lineup, and how do they get the lefties out? Like, how how don't they play Winker and some of these guys? Yeah, they got they got some righties on the bench, but I mean, I haven't read reports saying that like. Hanniger is going to be back anytime soon. The last thing I saw, he had an ankle sprain. So I just don't see how they get some. I, I think there's going to be at least three lefties, if not four lefties here. And McClanahan has been someone that is just, I mean, pitched really well. Plenty of strikeout upside. His biggest thing is hard contact, but this game's in Seattle. Like, I love this spot for him. I, I do, too you know, again, you know, he rates the highest for strikeout rate out of all the pitchers this year, you know, 39%. Um, he's just pitched so well. I mean, and he's had, you know, a couple tougher matchups in there too, but yeah, I think he's definitely my overall top pitching play, um, you know, and still he's 9,700 on DK, but I think he's worth it. And I think there's enough value in there to, to make it work. And like you said, there's so many, it, it's going to be tough for them to get a lot of righties. Um, in that lineup there. So yeah, I, I think he's a top play today for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, the other side, Robbie Ray, there's a lot of strikeouts in this Tampa lineup as well. Yes. He has not been like dominant to start the year. So I might fade Robbie Ray in this spot. Yeah. I don't have as much interest in him. You're exactly right. I mean, he's been, yeah, he's just kind of been middle of the road. Um, he hasn't put up any really strong. I mean, the, the first game against Minnesota was probably his best game, but he just hasn't put up the numbers and, you know, it really doesn't compare to McClanahan. So I, I'm definitely on the, on the McClanahan side of it as well. I mean, this guy had a 30, 32% strikeout rate with almost a 16% swinging strike rate last season um, just was a guy that just was absolutely dominant. Well, yep. this year he has a five X FIP, a 20% K rate yep. and his swinging strike rates down to 12%. I just don't know if it's all there yet. I don't know if it was spring training. I don't know if it's the baseballs. I have no idea, yep. but I feel like he's going to be pretty popular here with this game, having a six and a half total and, I could easily see fading him um, against this Tampa offense. Like this Tampa offense, yeah, there's some strikeouts. Don't get me wrong, but top to bottom is a lot better against left-handed pitching in the years past for sure. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree. And like and like you mentioned, yeah, his his K rate down to twenty percent this year. That's a significant difference from what it was last year. So yeah, and especially if he's going to carry some pop, if he's going to be a little bit popular tomorrow. Um, I, I think even there's some good Tampa Bay bats in there that you could, you could take a chance on. I mean, you got Franco in there and you've got Rosarina and, and, and some of those guys that you could uh, play against him for sure. Um, I mean, Tampa bats, let's get into the Tampa yeah. bats. Who do you like here? Well, I might always have interest in, in Wander Franco. I mean, he's just, just been incredible. I think, um, you know, you could throw, um, I mean, you could throw Yandy Diaz in there, Rosarina. Um, I think, you know, any of those guys, um, you could, you could do two or three of those guys do a two, three man stack, um, pretty easily, I think against Ray. Yeah, I definitely don't mind it. 
I want to see the ownerships of Franco yeah. Diaz, a Rosarina, like that three man. Yes. I mean, Zanino is off to a terrible start this season, but he's 3,600 and he has massive upside. Um, yes. So I don't mind. And he's been hitting the ball a little bit better here recently. He crushes left-handed pitching. So yes. I have some interest in him as well. I have no interest in the Seattle bats at all. Not no, I don't. And you brought up a good point on Zanino. And I, I've noticed, you know, the last few times the bat has started to really like Zanino. So um, I think I, I think that's a really good call on that one. He hasn't done as much, but he has a good chance to uh, to do really well tomorrow. Yeah, the bat doesn't care about a two week sample size. That's for sure. Exactly. Miami at San Diego. Uh, another low total in the game, seven total here, and the Padres a 125 favorite. We got Lazardo going up against Nick Martinez. Uh, let's take, talk Jesus Lazardo first. Any interest in him here? Yeah, I do. Um, he, you know, he's been pitching really well this year. I mean, he's put up some big numbers. I think he's just had one game that he's really struggled against St. Louis on um, his second outing, but he has certainly. Um, you know, strung together some pretty good games. Um, you know, he gets a tougher matchup. I mean, he's going to, you know, going against San Diego, um, have to deal, contend with Machado and, and San Diego has been playing pretty well, but I, I certainly think he deserves to be in the conversation even at 8,500. Yeah. He's another guy that I really like here. Like you look at this Padres offense and I mean, there's some injuries here but there's there's still plenty of strikeouts towards the bottom of the order um so yes. i don't i don't mind lazardo in this spot you know he is someone that can rack up strikeouts in bunches so he just also racks up walks and like that's i think the biggest concern with him it's just i mean yes. he's been doing good things in miami yep um nick martinez going up against miami any interest here in Nick Martinez? Um, not really. You know, he's 7K. Um, you know, for him, walks are an issue, not a ton of upside. Um, so for, for me, not a lot, I would say. I, I, in Miami, he's actually been putting together some, some decent games here too. So yeah, pro- probably not a lot of interest in him for me. Yeah, this is not a bad offense. Just a bad no, team in general. Isn't. Nick Martinez is a guy with a 20% K rate and a 14% walk rate. He gives up power to both sides of the plate. Um, pitched well in um, – I forget where he was at the last – it was overseas somewhere. I don't remember which league, but he pitched well. Um, but, yeah, the, it just – he hasn't pitched well here. He pitched well against Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati is struggling mightily right now. So, I actually think that you could play some of these Marlins bats in this yep. spot against him, um, potentially looking at like Sanchez and Soler. Yeah, they're cheap. They, they're really cheap. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Kind of a, a ton of interest there um, and think they make a really sneaky GPP play. Uh, anybody else from Miami bats wise? Um, yeah, I would throw uh, Chisholm in there too. He's really priced up. I noticed. Can't remember what his price was, but, but yeah, most of them are are pretty cheap. But uh, would throw him in the mix as well. Any interest in the San Diego bats here? 
No, if 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 I'm gonna if I'm gonna take a shot, I might just pick out like a Machado and do a one-off looking for for home run upside. But otherwise, um, like you said, there's a lot of strikeouts potential in the bottom of that San Diego um, order. So for me, probably just looking at Machado. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're playing the Padres, you're stacking them because exactly. Lazardo exactly. Lazardo like struggles with walks. He struggles with like power righties. So I think if you're if you're playing San Diego, you're going like a, a Machado, Kim, Alfaro. Well, none of that sounds great type of stack. Um and, and just kind of rolling out a stack in this spot. Um yes. I did read like Luke Voigt's getting close, but I don't think he will be back for this game. So um, but yeah, I, I would target. Target like the righties in a stack here against Lazardo if you're going to play San Diego. Exactly. St. Louis at San Francisco is where we finish out. No total in this game. Miles Mikolas, Logan Webb. Any interest here in Miles Mikolas? You know, um, I do. I think he um, he is someone that you could certainly put in put in the in in the mix. Um, he's actually been been pitching pretty well. Um, he's got a 21.6% K rate. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's someone that you could certainly, um, you know, put in your, in your pitching pool for tomorrow. My biggest concern with miles Mikolas is like jock is back. Yaz is back. They're getting the, the giants are getting healthier. They're not a huge strikeout team in general, and he's not a big strikeout pitcher pitcher. Um, but again, like you said, he's pitched well to start the season, but I don't know. I am not sold on miles Mikolas 2022 yet. Um, Yeah. I'm with you on that. It's just, yeah, he's, he's just done really well the last, you know, four outings or so. Um, but, but you're right. I mean, with Jack Peterson and some of those San Francisco bats, um, you know, you could certainly see stacking the other side against him too, just because they do have such a great lineup and they, and they usually go a little bit overlooked too. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking at it, you can't like look past the fact that like Miles Mikolas has a negative 1.2% hard to soft contact ratio this season, but is a 21 and a half percent strikeout rate with a 7% swinging strike rate, really a, like obtainable. Um, so, I mean, I'm probably not going to stack against Miles Mikolas, but I'll probably find more upside um, in other pitchers just because I don't know if it's necessarily there for him. And then Logan Webb on the other side of this game. I think I have interest. St. Louis is just so right-handed heavy. You know, we talk about it all the time. And Logan Webb, you know, since the start of last season has just been absolutely dominant against right-handed bats, 62% ground ball rate, 29% K rate under hundred ISO 4.8% hard to soft contact ratio. So like, I don't see Logan Webb getting blown up in this game. It's just, does he have enough ceiling at 9,400? I think the answer to that question is probably yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You assessed it just like I thought too, you know, um, I mean, he's a good real life pitcher. Um, he's, you know, this year maybe hasn't been quite as dominant as he was last year, but he still put up some really great numbers. 
And you're right. I mean, the Cardinals have struggled against right-handed, right-handed pitching this year. And, um, you know, today was a good example. They had a left-handed pitcher in the, in the early slate and, and did really well. That's where they do well. But um, yeah, I think, I think Logan Webb um, certainly makes an interesting play at 9,400 and, you know, gets, you know, maybe a pivot off of McClanahan, but I do think the Cardinals will struggle against him tomorrow. Um, any interest in the Cardinals bets? Um, no, I don't. Um, I, for me, I, I mostly have interest in the Cardinals bats a lot of times when they're going up against left-handed pitching. And so, yeah, I just don't have any interest tomorrow. Yeah. I'm probably going to pass on bats in general in this game. Is there anything here on the giants that you like? Yeah, I could maybe see, you know, in a large field GPP doing, you know, throwing out a, a San Francisco stack out there just because they do have the upside to, to do some damage, but I probably have more interest in Miklos um, just because of what he's done. And uh, so far this year. So, but if, if there's any bats, I would maybe take the San Francisco side. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here for Thursday using DraftKings pricing and scoring. Favorite pitcher under 8,000 to get six or more strikeouts? Yeah, so I would say under 8,000 to get the strikeouts. Um, I think I'm actually going to go, even though it is a tough matchup, I, I think he could get there. I think I'm going to go Scooble. Yeah, I think he's probably the best option. I'll go your Kite just because he's getting Detroit and there's plenty of strikeouts in that lineup. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Um, my bust, I am going to go with, um, I'm actually going to go with Robbie Ray. I like that one. Um, I'm going to go Lazardo, I think. Yeah. I like McClanahan and Weber in a, in a league of their own today, in my opinion. For sure. Over 4,000 to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Over 4,000 for a home run. I am going to say, um, I'm actually going to say Cedric Mullins. I like it. I'm going to go a little off the board today and say Carlos Correa. Only one home run on the season. Ah, nice. Love this spot for him, though. Um, I was going to go Buxton, but Correa is more fun. Yeah, for sure. Under 4,000 to get two hits today. Who's getting two hits for you? Um, I'm actually going to go in that twins game too. I'm going to go, uh, Trevor Larnack at 2,500. I like that. Um, I'm going to go up against Nick Martinez here with Solaire. I think he only has two multi-hit games, maybe three on the season, but I love his chances here and I hope one of them is a home run. So there you go. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Stack to score six or more runs. I think I am going to take Philadelphia. I think they're a really great stack and can put up some good points tomorrow. All right. Um, I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Miami. I really do think I'm going to go Miami. I, I, I like that call. I do. It's yep. actually a great call. Um, any bets or anything standing out to you here the night before? There's not 
a ton of stuff, but no, I haven't, uh, haven't looked at that too deep, I guess. So nothing stands out at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that I love on, even on prize picks right now. Um, waiting, I will say on prize picks, I'll, I'll hear, we'll do a little, we'll do a little two power play on prize picks today. We're going to take okay. the o- over over Solaire at five fantasy points and the under on Jesse Winker at five fantasy points. There you go. Like it. I like it. All right. That is going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday, big slate to finish out the week. Christy, thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. See you then.